Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pit Stop Number 5 on the Journey with Jared podcast. On this episode, Nuke and I discuss masks, the masks that we wear when we're around other people to help us fit in. We talk about the different masks that each of us have worn and where we think they come from. We also talk about recognizing these masks and whether or not they're healthy. I hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pit Stop Number 5. Today, we're joined by Nuke. Nuke, how are you doing today? I'm great, sir. How are you? Very good. Very good. Um, And so today we're going to talk about something that you, you and I have actually talked about before, but um, just personally about masks and the kinds of masks that we wear and um, your experience with them. So I, you know, just from our previous conversations, I know that you, you've definitely, you know, worn a lot of masks in your, in your past. And uh, do you mind talking about some of the ones that you, that, um, you know, you, you kind of fall back on a lot of times. Yeah, man. Um, so the book that comes to mind right away, no shocker as per usual, um, is, uh, (laughs) the book by Lewis Howes, um, masks of, oh my goodness, masks of vulnerability. You know what I'm talking? Oh, I think I've forgotten the name right now, but essentially (laughs) he's talking about, He's talking about the different masks, masks of masculinity. There it is. He's talking about the different masks that men have, right? And okay. the the two in that book, like he, he, he names off like the sex mask, the Mr. Know-it-all, the stoic, the, the athlete, the joker, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, okay. the, and the two that really resonated with me were the joker mask and the athletic mask. And okay. yeah, those are the, those are the masks that, you know, growing up specifically in junior high and high school, those were what defined nuke. You know what I mean? That's how I got my laughs. That's how I got my, that's how my self image was created. That's how I made friends. That's how I got girls fill in the blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was interesting. Once I read that book now in my what? early thirties, late twenties. And it was saying how, you know, those masks, quote unquote, it's not that they're bad. However, when we hide behind them out of fear or, or, or it's not conscious or it's unhealthy, then there are problems. Right. And I was able to, I was able to see that and see what it was I was hiding behind when it became, when it came to my athletic mask and or my joker mask. Okay. And yeah. can you expand on that a little bit more too? Because um, you know, just the idea of having a mask doesn't necessarily mean that it's unhealthy. Yeah. Um, okay, so for example, what I'll say is I'll use the Joker mask, okay? And so in the okay. in the book, he he says that the Joker mask is obviously that guy who always has a joke, always has to be funny, always is the life of the party, everybody comes to to have a good time, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. However, most of the time, that same individual is not the guy you're going to come to when you have something serious to talk about, ironically. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the guy that you think there's anything going wrong in his life. Yet, ironically, the reason why they have the mask is to hide the pain and the hurt they're going through. And so, the yes. minds, and so their mindset is, listen, if everybody else around me and externally is happy, 
having a good time laughing, then no one will see the pain or the hurt or the confusion that I'm dealing with on the inside. And the example gotcha. he uses, yeah, the example he uses is Robin Williams. And case yep. in point, you know, like how he was Mr. Funny all the time, was making everybody laugh and what have you. Meanwhile, this guy commits suicide. Yes. You know? And it and it just was a show like, man, like this guy was struggling and he was hurting. But you never would have known that. Because he was so yep. good at making sure that everybody else around him was laughing and having fun. So once again, when it's healthy, yo, the Joker mask is beautiful. Everybody wants to be around him or her, has a great time, laughs, shits and giggles, high fives, butt taps. Yes? Yeah. But yeah. when it's not healthy or it's not conscious, man, that individual's hurting and doesn't have a healthy outlet to communicate what they're going through, what they're feeling, and what have you. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does, yeah. And it's, mm. it's a really interesting thought and so like in my mind it's always been the struggle to try to differentiate between you know wearing say the joker mask yep. and then just naturally like being funny per yeah. se yes right? yeah and so and for me the struggle has always been you know when is it putting on an act and when is it meant to mask something and when is it actually you know, letting out who you are. And so that's, that's one that I don't have an answer to. And yeah. so it's and, one that I've struggled with a lot. And Ditto, I'm in the same boat because, and like the one that comes to mind always, yeah, is for me is that joker mask of being like, hey, like, am I, you know what? What comes to mind right away when you ask that question is, am I trying to be funny versus am I just naturally in my element and, and just like, like, Am I adding to the environment and the conversation? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a ton of sense right? to me. Because for me, it's like, if, you're, if you are trying to be funny, it's like, man, like, it's like you're forcing it. And it's not naturally you, right? Yeah. Versus, yeah. versus you know what? If you're part of the conversation and everybody is just, who are just having dialogue and conversation back and forth, and, you know, someone, someone brings a topic up and you happen to have like a funny line or a funny story, then sweet, you know? Yeah. yeah. Also, what comes to mind right away, dude, with stuff like that is, you know what? When you, are, when you are being funny or hilarious, you're able to draw from your experiences. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. And you're not yeah. poking fun at anybody or you're not insulting anybody in any way. You're just generally... Just talking about, hey, man, this one time, dude. And because of that story and how you're able to relate and bring people into it, that becomes funny. So in that moment, you're not trying to be. You're just being yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, like, for me, it comes back a lot, too, of that, you know, should I, right? Mm. Like, I should do that in this situation mm. and not just naturally doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Of You know, I am funny. And so I should make a joke right now, even though I don't really feel like it, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and then just kind of an interesting like, caveat to, to what you were saying though, too, of, you know, where you're not, you're not like making fun of anybody or doing it at their expense and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for me, when that comes to mind, because my humor is very, 
um, self-deprecating, but I also just love bugging people. Yes. Right. And I, I call it bugging more than like making fun. Yeah. Um, and for me, stuff like that always comes back to intention, right? Mm, yep. Like, are like, are you, you know, bringing this up to put the other person down? Like, is it at their expense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or is it just, you know, the way that you show your, your love for them or your humor or, you know, using humor to almost diffuse a situation or make something more easily digestible. You know what I mean? Of, you know, bringing up something that, you know, they maybe struggle with or that, you know, sometimes even annoys you a little bit, but doing it in a humorous way and in a kind way um, to make it easier to talk about. So yeah, for sure. that's, that just popped up in my mind. Yeah, I completely agree. Like uh, at the end of the day, be funny, be 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 jovial and joke around and poke fun. Just make sure that you're not like belittling someone or degrading someone or making yeah. them feel shameful or or et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and then so going back to to kind of the masks that you, you identified as yourself having, do you know where they came from and you know, what, you know, what kind of circumstances forced you into it? Yeah. So my athletic mask was right for me. It was, it was early on because I just, one, I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed when it came to academics. Um, Mm -hmm. One, because I didn't apply myself. And then two, I, I just, I didn't have enough self-control to be disciplined enough, right? And so for me, it yeah. was all about physical activity and movement and what have you. And so I learned really on that when I applied myself in sports or physical activity, I could concentrate, I could focus, and I was good. So naturally, my self-image got wrapped up and hey, um, if I'm playing a sport or doing something physical, I feel like Unuqua is valuable and Unuqua is an active contributing member of this society. And then, you know, as you get older, junior high and high school, you know, you get respect, right? You're on the school team, teachers, um, what is it? Your peers, your friends, your teammates, the females, they're attracted to that. Right. And, and, and again, it, it once again pumps up your ego, pumps up your self image. And yeah. for me, like no one ever fully was like, Oh my God, you're awesome. You're amazing. However, it was, it was how I performed in those moments and the results that happened that re-solidified to me, Hey, when you operate in this arena, right? You, yeah. you, Unuqua are a value. You know, yeah. And when it came to like yeah. the Joker mask, it was hey, like when people were laughing and having fun, it was like yo, like once again, you had friends, people wanted to hang out with you. It was always like life of the party, let's have a good time, you know. And then once like and and again, like I wouldn't say that I was hiding anything with my Joker mask. I just knew that's how I got attention. I could make people yep. laugh. And in those moments, it was like, yo, like, once again, especially in school, right? Like, because I knew I wasn't 
academically killing it. It was like, okay, what's another way that I can be seen, I can be heard, I can be respected. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. And <laughs> just, just to kind of share on my yeah. end and like my experience, when you were talking earlier about the Joker mask and a lot of times people use it, um, you know, kind of to, to change their external because their internal is the opposite. Um, it really clicked in my mind that that's a lot of times, you know, what I was doing yep. and it wasn't, I didn't realize it until fairly recently, but um, I didn't realize how much just general like sadness I carried in myself. Mm-hmm. Right. So same sort of thing that if you, if I could make the people around me, you know, laugh and happy um, you know, then I could kind of forget about that internal feeling for a little bit. And so I did gravitate towards that side of things. Gold. Um, and yeah. And then the, another one, and I, I have not read the book. <laughs> All good. All <laughs> so good. This, might, this might not be one of the official masks that he talks about, um, but almost like a defense mechanism um, sort of mask that I, I also have very recently caught in myself and have really been trying to change it of almost like a, like a boastful kind of overconfident one. Mm. And when I say that, uh, what I mean is essentially as a, you know, as a defense mechanism from one allowing people to get too close, but also, um, you know, to the want and need to be, to be um, acknowledged for things. Yep. But at the same time, you know, the, the fear of being seen and as well as, you know, the feeling of not being deserving yep. of accolades or praise or whatever it might be mm-hmm. would lead me to, you know, adopt a persona of, you know, like I said, being overconfident or boastful to the point that it would push people to um, kind of come back at me with a lot of times more in like a joking manner, but, you know, I'd say something so outrageous that, you know, then they would, they would go back and kind of put me down so that inside I was like, yeah, I deserved that. Mm. And so it was this really interesting, you know, personality defense mechanism that I finally realized in myself that, you know, I was that way because I wanted the attention, but felt like I didn't deserve it. And so um, it would let people know, but it would also make sure that, you know, I didn't allow myself to feel too good about them. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's been one that's, that I've, I've slowly been trying to, to pull back more and more. Yeah. And so the thing that you said, it, which I really like with, with our masks, it's ironic because because we want to fit in and be part of the community because for whatever reason, we think if we just be ourselves, that's not good enough. So we put up a persona and, yes. and ironically, dude, we are basing it upon what we think other people want to see, yep. <laughs> you know, and it's just super interesting when you take a step back and you're like, wow, like that's actually kind of fucked when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh that what comes to mind it was something by jay shetty mm. um and he was talking he was like how we actually perceive ourselves is not what we think of ourselves and is not what other people think of us 
It's what we think other people perceive, perceive us to be. Yeah. I remember, I remember reading something like that or seeing him talk about it. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Say that again. And you, yeah. <laughs> and you move the needle back so we can say it again. And you're like, yes. The other thing that I find interesting is when you're talking to people and you have already assumed what what you think they want or what mm-hmm. is the ideal or you know anything like that and like yep. for instance one that always comes to mind for me is when you talk to girls about like what they actually find attractive in a guy mm-hmm. right and then it goes against what you thought it was and it's like no 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 i like it needs to be a six pack like oh you know not really and you're like no <laughs> no and <no." laughs> i'll leave you for a second <laughs> and then fighting against that because you know in in your mind you've decided what other people want and then you're trying to achieve that a lot of times instead of one just being yourself but two actually maybe listening to other people about what they want for sure for sure i agree man yeah um and so my next question is did you always kind of know that you were you know maybe not have having the vocabulary of wearing a mask but almost putting on an act or did you think it was more, do you think it was more subconscious when you were younger? So I definitely knew I had to be a certain way around different people. Right. So like obviously around mom and dad, you're not going to say and do certain things. Right. (laughs) And then around the boys, you're not going to say and do certain things around the girls. You don't say and do certain, you know what I mean? So you almost have these multiple hats that you're wearing to to like appease each group each social group you know what i'm saying yes so was i aware of that yes because there was definitely there was the church nuke there was home nuke there was school nuke there was (laughs) you know what i mean there was multiple nukes right and it wasn't till you know you get older and you start seeing through other people's example like wow like you are shady and you're not consistent and one minute you're like this the next minute you're like that and for me that was like okay like i want to be the same person you know what i mean and it got to a point in time and and i think it would have been like senior year like going into first year culinary school where it was like where it was like i wanted to be the type of person where it was like yo like you know nuke Oh, sweet, cool. Right? It'd be the same thing as opposed to being like, yo, Jared would be like, yo, Nuke, that dude's an asshole. And then, and then, like, let's say, let's just say Andy's like, yo, he's the tits of my best friend. And then you look at Andy and be like, you must be an idiot because Nuke is an asshole. What? (laughs) Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And And so for me, I wanted to be that if anybody dropped my name, it would be like, yo, that guy's solid. So and and it, and it wouldn't matter whether or not whether or not it was I knew you for five minutes or I knew you for the last ten years, right? It could yeah. be it would be consistency, however that looked. And so for me, I, I really just took it on myself. Like, listen, I'm going to be the same guy as much as possible in every scenario. Now, yeah. now within that, will it have let's say a different frequency or volume? you know, or intensity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. However, the grounding principles, those pillars will always be the same. 
It's yeah. just how it how it shows up in different frequencies or potencies will depend on the environment and who I'm with and whether or not they can handle, you know, yeah. nuke on a hundred percent volume or they get nuke at twenty percent and we slowly increase the intensity throughout our progression or relationship. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that a lot. And what came to mind for me is almost like turning up, like you were saying, the volume, right? Like turning the yep. dials, but on different, different aspects of your personality, right? Like yeah. in some situations you're going to have to be more serious and, you know, some situations you can be a little bit more laid back. And, you know, for me, I don't know why this popped up in my mind, but um, when you're talking about that, I went back to something I would, I would tell people when I was uh, teaching them how to do sales. Yeah. And I would say, you know, make sure that you're actually staying true to your natural tendencies, mm-hmm. right? Because people are going to see through it. Yeah, man. You know, and so if you're naturally funny, then great. Yeah, you know, be funny or be a little bit more laid back. But if you're not and you try to crack jokes all the time, like they're going to see through it, it's going to be awkward for everybody, right? Um, for if sure. you're more serious, if you're more serious, then be more serious, right? If yeah, you're yeah. super outgoing, be outgoing. If you're more introverted, be more introverted, right? You will yeah. have to dial up certain aspects of your personality, but that's, you know, like you said, dialing up the volume up or down as opposed to trying to add something in that you don't naturally gravitate towards you know for sure for sure and 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 also i think like part of part of the whole like mask conundrum is i don't think that we are taught how to be ourselves naturally and or how to navigate that effectively in our formative years right okay what do you mean by that because because I like to think, listen, like, if we were taught from a young age, like, you are enough, like, holistically, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, holistically, again, through hard work and through, like, emotional intelligence skills and people skills and communication skills, then there would be no reason for you when you meet a certain group of people to have a mask or to try and be something you're not from a young age, right? versus you like you would generally just be you'd be open you'd be transparent you'd be vulnerable and what have you and we are and we all are naturally like that however life happens and we don't have the right tools and protocols in place to navigate it through it properly so what do we do we all naturally clam up and we get a little bit more rigid we become a little bit more harder and we don't expose the real side of ourselves right and now all of a sudden we are projecting what i think you want to see of me yeah (laughs) which is which isn't serving me which isn't serving you and which isn't benefiting this dynamic whatsoever yeah yeah and just when you're talking there too i know that one thing that definitely makes it really tough for us when we are younger is just how small our sphere of influences with the people that we're exposed to, you know yep. what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. you know, for me thinking back on it and being like, okay, like elementary, you're basically stuck with whoever's in your class, like let alone, yeah. but it's like, yep. you need to almost find somebody that you get along with 
in your class. And it's just so like, it's so tough to naturally just be an individual if you don't have anybody like that, you know, as you get older and you're able to go outside and, um, you know, outside your school and your classroom and find like-minded people, you know, yeah. if you're, if, when you're able to do that, it makes it easier. But when you just are, you know, exposed to maybe 30 other people, and if you don't find somebody that kind of matches you, how hard it is just to go be okay with that and be by yourself. And definitely takes a lot of, you know, mental strength that it, very very young age so and and you know what jerry like you're absolutely right and i agree with you and what i want to add to that is however the way not even however like to me the question is always like where then where then do we teach these kind of fundamental skills to kids then right because because listen in my mind i'd rather at least a seed be planted in grade one two three and guess what even if maybe you're not using it word for word right now, right? Yeah. When life happens and now you're pushing four, five, six, entering junior high, going into, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those things that were talked about back then, you'd be like, oh, and guess what? It's been festering and growing and building this whole time in your subconscious. So now when life actually happens and you actually now have to use it, you're like, oh, that's what they meant by this. As opposed to yeah. it never being talked to you or addressed, and now you're 17 with the Joker mask and athletic mask, not knowing how to be your true authentic self. Because as far as you're concerned, that's all you know. And no one's ever yeah. told you otherwise or giving you the tools or resources to navigate. Hey, I don't need to hide behind this Joker mask or athletic mask all in an effort to protect the real nuke. Cause that's the thing when it's, when it's when it's not con when it's not conscious or healthy, it's all fear based. Yep. It's because I don't want Jared to even catch a glimpse of the real nuke for fear he may not like the real nuke. Because guess what? Maybe real nuke isn't actually funny and isn't at all athletic. Then what? Yep. Our friendship goes right out the window. Yep. And I, I really like that you pushed me on that because I hundred percent agree. And I don't think that it was coming off. <laughs> I don't think that it was, it was coming off like the way that I wanted it to. And yeah. almost that, like at the very least having it in the back of your mind of, okay, well, like right now there's, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I, how I want to put it, but, you know, just knowing that being yourself is, it is enough by yes. just being yourself. Yes. And maybe right now I'm not able to be a hundred percent myself, but one day I will be able to, and there will be people that um, I get along with and then friends with and love me because of it. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. And so kind of the next, the next couple questions change a little bit. If, if uh, you know, we're, we're thinking that, sometimes masks can be healthy because my next one was, you know, like how, how do you start removing the mask or at least the unhealthy mask um, mm -hmm. that you might have on yourself? Yeah. Um, dude. And, and Jared, I can tell you right now, man, like that mask never goes away. Right. Yeah. It's always there. It's just, you get better at navigating it. Right. So I can yeah. tell you case in point, like obviously if I'm meeting people for the first time and sports are involved, I'm going to try and like 
you know, show my athletic proudness there in that arena. However, throughout that experience, other components of Nuke will come to the surface and you'll see the compassionate, caring facilitator. You know what I mean? Like wants everybody to have fun. It's not all about winning. It's not all about me. I don't have to be the strongest or the fastest. Like, let's have fun. You see what I'm saying? And so, so, so in those moments, hey, can it be there at the beginning? Yes. And then eventually, guess what? It comes off, right? And yeah. or and or you are using it, right? And it's healthy and it's conscious and you're aware and fine. Again, as long as it's, as long as it's not coming out of fear or you're not aware of it, those to me are the two biggest indicators. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like you kind of said, I, th- I think that the biggest one is just consciously knowing it's there. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, you know, some, something else that we talked about in the previous episode of just knowing that that lens is there. Yes. That, you know, you're going to react to certain situations in a certain way um, because that's just, you know, your past experiences and that's the way that you're going to see it. And it might not be, you know, if you, if you don't realize how, you know, your past experiences are shaping what you're doing and saying, then that's when you're in trouble. But at least if you can consciously identify them, then you can challenge them. You know, like, is this, is this hiding something? Is this hiding an insecurity? Exactly. Is this hiding a feeling? Exactly. Or is this actually how I feel? 100% dude, well said. And I love that caveat because what I was going to add to what you're saying, Jared, is like, it gets to a point in time where it needs to be it needs to be, is this serving me? Is this serving me and moving me forward, right? So, so, so basically yeah. part two of your question is, well, then how do we hypothetically get rid of a mask? Listen, if you have an athletic mask, don't put yourself then in athletic pursuits or endeavors then. You, do you see what I'm saying? So then naturally yeah. you don't go to that mask. Is it going to be hard? Yes. Is it going to be outside your comfort zone? Yes. However, if that's something that you know isn't serving you anymore and you know that there's a wound that needs to be healed, then get around the opposite of that. Yeah. Right? So it forces you to now cultivate and nourish and transform that wound or that mask that you had to cover up the wound with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of, one of the other questions. And the one that I joked with you earlier reminded me of uh, that gift that you sent me was, um, you know, how do you know that you're actually taking off a mask and not just switching it out for another mm. one? Right. And when, like, when I asked that, and when, when you were talking, what I was thinking about is, again, you know, if you're conscious about what that mask is trying to cover up, you know, a lot of times, you know, you can switch the activity Mm -hmm. and, you know, like when you're talking, like if, okay, if you say you have an athletic mask um, and, but really what it's trying to hide is, you know, showing people your worth and doing that by exceeding at athletics, you know, if you go and switch it to say theater, Mm -hmm. if it's, if it's serving the exact same, purpose then it's a, another unhealthy mask yep. if you're doing it to succeed to show your worth you know 
again, it's you've switched it out. You've switched an unhealthy mask for another unhealthy mask instead of realizing what it was covering up in the first place and, and addressing that. Preach. Preach. Yep. I don't have anything to add to that, dude. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was so good. <laughs> cool. Um, well, that was, that was my last point actually too. And so, um, anything that, anything else you want to say on it? Anything we didn't get to anything like that? I don't think so. I think you had some great questions and we had, we came to a really good mindset and attitude. It's that it's not, it's not so much about the mask. However, what is the mask hiding? Right. And, and is there a willingness to deal with, you know, that pain, that trauma, that hurt, whatever it may be. And then moving forward to be conscious and make healthy choices moving forward and to then not replace it with another mask, thinking, thinking yeah. that you are you, like you've healed that wound. So, yes, the activity has changed. However, the root problem is still the same and hasn't been solved. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yep. Amazing. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> All right, cool. Just making sure. <laughs> Amazing. Well, as always, it was a pleasure. It's a pleasure having you, and I'm looking forward to next Cheers, time. Sir, thank you. And um, I always have fun talking with you, man. Thank you. Always. Take you care too. now. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. It really would mean the world to me if you liked and subscribed to the podcast, as well as leaving a review to let us know what you thought. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.